Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business, and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and, more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five- and six-figure launches, tripled their income, and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm bringing you in to essentially read my journal today. We are doing a reflection on 2020, the good, the not so good, the uh, the learnings, the things that I'm most proud of. And the reason I'm sharing this, and it's not even kind of close to the end of December yet, is because I really, really love doing this work from the start of December so that I can get some clarity around what 2021 looks like for me. Uh, And I really like to just give myself some space to be able to kick off this process. And I thought by bringing you along and sharing with you my reflections for the year before we start to talk about what 2021 looks like, which I'll do in a separate episode, that it gives you uh, some you know, inspiration and ammunition to go through this process yourself and give yourself the opportunity to really dive into what it is that you are most proud of for 2020, the year that has been, the year that I'm sure is very different to what you expected it to be. It certainly was for me, which you're going to hear in just a moment. So come on into my brain and celebrate the year that's been with me. Before we do, just really quickly, I want to let you know how you can work with me in 2020 uh, because it's something that I'm getting asked a bunch right now, which I really understand given that we are naturally starting to think about where we're investing in support for 2021, for the new year and beyond. And so the best way you can work with me in 2020 is through the Swift Marketing Mastermind. This is for you if you are someone who has worked with clients before or is already working with clients, even if it is only a few clients right now, and you are at a point where you are wanting to generate 10K plus months and beyond and really create a repeatable, scalable framework for your business. This is a place to come to up-level your marketing and your mindset so that you can build the business that you truly want to build. My masterminders have created incredible results. I've worked with them all through 2020, which I'm going to talk a little bit more about. Uh, And this is the only program that you can come into if you want to be coached by me because I don't offer one-to-one coaching anymore. Uh, And the only other coaching program I offer is my Swift Inner Circle, which is my VIP program, which is only accessible if you have done the Swift Marketing Mastermind. So 
The place to be to work with me is on the wait list for the Swift Marketing Mastermind. You can jump on over to that at elliswift.com forward slash SMM dash waitlist. And we will make sure that is in the show notes for you as well. Right now, let's start with how I planned my year to be first and foremost, because I think it's quite fun to start here uh, because uh, it sure as hell didn't work out the way that I planned. (laughs) So the year for me kicked off with, we got engaged on the 27th of December in 2019. And so the start of the new year, I didn't see in midnight, which was the ultimate new year for me. I will not be doing it again this year. I don't like being up at midnight. It's way past my bedtime and I really like enjoying the first day of the new year. And so we got engaged on the 27th of December and then uh, we were in this really beautiful engagement bubble. We had a lot of friends who were visiting from the East Coast and from overseas at the time, which just feels insane to even think about. It feels like an absolute lifetime ago. Uh, And we brought in the new year in this really excited engagement bubble. And my word for the year, which came to me in the shower, as it has essentially almost, I think, every year for the last five or six years, the word I chose for the year was spaciousness, or rather it chose me. I had a lot of resistance to this word and what it was going to mean for me and what it was going to look like. And I think that that's because I really just had no idea what was coming. And I was really resisting that word because I knew that I had so much uh, that I wanted to have happening in 2020. So I uh, reluctantly took on that word spaciousness And despite that, I had a year that was planned with so much travel. So there were multiple uh, East Coast trips planned. I was going to be going to Hawaii for a business trip with the beautiful You Coaching Academy, of which I'm a trainer for. We were planning on doing a trip with my parents to the UK and then to Europe uh, to visit my brother and his now fiance. And Che and I were going to go back to Italy, which is our favorite country in the world. Just lots of travel. We were talking about potentially going to the US again. I really liked the idea of potentially tying that into going to another conference or meeting up with my mastermind sisters or something else. Essentially, lots of travel. (laughs) That is how the year was planned. Now, let's talk about how my year actually went, how it actually unraveled. So I'm going to share what it looked like personally, first and foremost, then I'll take you into the business. The year for me, it was really interesting actually, because when I started this reflection process, it was at a dinner the other night, Che and I were sitting opposite one another at dinner and it was the first time I felt like I'd come up for air in quite a while. And I said to him, I'm starting to reflect on the year that's been and I'm finding it really challenging to isolate specific moments because normally when I think about the year that's been, it's really clearly broken up into uh, into bits based around where we're traveling and what we're doing. But when I look at this year just gone, the year that you know we had a global pandemic, so much of it was spent 
at home, we only had one stint of travel throughout the whole year. Uh, we also do a lot of uh, trips down south in, in the southwest of Western Australia because our parents live down there. But in terms of actual travel, other than uh, a stint that I spent on the East Coast back in March, since COVID, we've only done one trip. And so I was saying to Che, I just really feel like everything's really merged into one. And so reflecting back on this year has felt challenging because it has very much felt like a blur. But personally, when I isolate, um, you know, some of the big things that have happened in my personal life outside of work, the big things that I celebrate or the things that come up for me is that there was a lot of family time. My brother and his other half, his now fiance, moved home from London. They were stuck there for a couple of months. My bestie also moved home from London. Uh, and it was so special having them home, especially for any of you who are currently separated from family by oceans right now. Oh, my heart just aches for you so much because I just know that it's so hard. It's so hard. Uh, it's been so hard during this year and it felt quite challenging for our family to be separated during that time. And so when we had my brother and his partner home, it it was huge. It was really, really big for our family. And I think that it's enabled us to be so grateful for so many things that I've always felt grateful for, but even more so like coming back to what's really important, which uh, for me in my values, family's number one. So lots of family time, lots of joy in simple things, you know, dinners at home cooked by Che because I'm not the best cook. Uh, oh, I am. I just don't love it. Uh, and uh, you know, slow mornings and time spent together having a wine and long conversations, Che playing guitar and us making up terrible songs in our, at our dining room table and just so many small, small moments rather than big milestones that might usually be the things that we talk about when we think about our year. Some of those bigger things that uh, were really delicious and beautiful for for me was that um, that one trip I spoke to, Che and I drove uh, up north into the northwest of Western Australia. We spent a lot of time around Exmouth and I had never been up that far before. So Western Australia is really vast and it's about an eight hour drive from Perth. And it's just insane to, to think that I'd never done that trip before. But truth be told, it was always a someday trip. We will do it someday when we decide that we're not traveling as much or when we have a family and we're more focused on West Australia travel. And so we went up there in lieu of our trip to Europe. Uh, instead of that trip, we were like, cool, let's get up north and really um, celebrate here because so, so gratefully, COVID for those of you who are overseas, COVID has not impacted Western Australia anywhere near as significantly as it has for many other parts of the world. And so our premier went into a very strict lockdown very quickly. And it's meant that we've for most of the year been able to travel freely around our state, gratefully so. And 
comparatively, I know that is very different to the reality of so many of you. And it certainly is for, for so many of my clients. And so we spent 10 days up in the Northwest. And the highlight of that trip for me was that we swam with whale sharks, which has been on my bucket list for forever. And it was just the most magic experience and being up in the Northwest and just having that appreciation for the incredible land and indigenous heritage and beautiful crystal clear ocean that we have in our backyard um, just made me just continue coming home to myself over and over again and really just appreciate over and over again everything that we have here and that I have in my life and you know reminding myself that those are the things that I really desire most and part of that realization then led to a more recent decision that Che and I made which was to buy a camper trailer. So once again, (laughs) spending money on different things that we did not intend to do in 2020. And I've got to say, you know, for what was the biggest year in business I've ever had, which I'll talk about a little bit more in a moment. For me, I, I just don't get as excited by a lot of you know, glitzy purchases. And I remember having a few months of this year where I was like, do I want a Chanel handbag or do I want something that is this, a a symbol of, you know, the success for me or that feels really good for me that I can buy for myself. And for me, it just, it just hasn't been something that's excited me. Um, What has excited me is purchasing our camper trailer and, you know, investing our money in really smart ways. And that's just been incredibly, incredibly joyful for me. So we bought a camper trailer, uh, which we have affectionately named Fran. For those of you that follow me on socials, you will have seen her and you will know that. And Fran is just a dream boat. We are, or I am completely obsessed with her. And we are actually soon to head down for our second trip down south in her. And now when we look at travel for the next couple of years, it involves so many road trips and so much, uh, you know, yeah, traveling around our own state back up north again next year. When we think about our honeymoon, we really like the idea of heading back up north next year uh, and lots of trips down south and just spending a lot of time traveling around. The really great thing about um, Fran and one of the main reasons why we purchased her is because it means that we can work still while we're traveling. And so that's what we're going to be doing in this next trip, which I'm so looking forward to because it means that we can be taking calls from Fran and also then, you know, having ocean swims and having the best of both worlds, which uh, I absolutely love to do. So that really sums up just some of the, I guess, the personal highlights or things that felt really amazing for me this year. Uh, And I'm going to talk a little bit more about the things that were really challenging for me this year in just a moment, but just to talk through some of the, the business wins for a moment as well. So we launched this podcast that you are listening to right now, which has just become my absolute favorite way to communicate with all of you and share with all of you. And um, yeah, there's been a lot of vulnerability hangovers as I've shared (laughs) so much uh, on this podcast. Um, 
joyfully so very happy to do it but we I believe are very close to or have nearly hit 10,000 downloads I need to check that um, which I'm so grateful for it just means so much to me that you listen to the podcast and that you enjoy it and when you reach out and tell me that or you leave a review it just means the absolute world to me so in addition to that probably the biggest pinch me moments in the business this year have been that we are going to close out this year with uh, having done over half a million dollars in cash. Uh, We also did uh, our first $250,000 launch. I think it was $260,000 in the end uh, or close to And we also did uh, over 100K cash month. And I just remember seeing entrepreneurs who would share results like that. To be honest, only about a year ago going, wow, how do I make that happen in my business? How is that possible for me too? And I knew that it was. And I knew that if I continued to to show up and persevere and persist and uh, really commit to my business, that I would be able to make that happen for myself. And achieving that this year, making that happen, and also doing so in a way that has been completely and utterly in alignment for me and through a desire to create really big impact has just been pure bliss. It's been an abundance up level for sure. And just something that I'm, I'm really, really proud of. Uh, I've also loved when I look back, looking at the launches that we have done this year and the ways in which I've been able to support my clients. So I've supported my clients throughout the whole year in my Swift Inner Circle and my Swift Marketing Mastermind, which are my two coaching programs. We also launched the Coach Code twice. Uh, I say we because it was with my girl, Rachel McDonald, which was such a fun collaboration. And I also launched Shine on Social Without Selling Your Soul uh, again and the Swift Mindset Method for the first time, which I absolutely loved. Uh, Stay tuned for more on that uh, because I will be launching the Swift Mindset Method again in 2021. And I just wanted to say as well, actually, I should have said this before when I was talking about that 250K launch and over 100K cash month, I have done specific episodes on how I was able to do uh, both of those figures, how I was able to generate uh, that money in my business, that income in my business, that revenue specifically. Uh, So if you haven't already, make sure you jump on over and listen to those episodes. We'll pop those in the show notes as well. Now let's talk about some of the lowlights, (laughs) some of the, the challenges of 2020, because 2020 has been collectively the biggest year. And as somebody who always tends to view the world through a very optimistic lens, feeling the collective heaviness of this year has has been a lot. And feeling the heaviness personally for me has been a lot. So something that I've not really talked about publicly is that the week that COVID hit was one of the hardest weeks of my life. I was in Melbourne and um, I could see that, you know, from everything I was reading and seeing, we were potentially about to go into a lockdown. 
And I was there for the Beautiful You Coaching Academy Awards in which people had flown in from all over the world to be there. Um, And I'm so grateful that those awards were a week before everything went into really strict lockdown. Otherwise, that wouldn't have been able to happen. And straight after those awards, my plan was to, so I was in Melbourne, my plan was to jump on a plane to Sydney and to then go and visit my family, um, which included my auntie at the time who, you know, is considered a more at-risk human as someone who had had cancer uh, and also one of my best friends who was pregnant. And when I started to see the news really heat up and COVID cases occurring within Australia, my intuition instantly was like, you cannot go to Sydney. (laughs) That is just crazy to do. So you need to get home. And I'm so glad that I did because it was under a week later that we went into a nationwide lockdown. And so I flew back to Western Australia and Che at the time was working offshore. He was actually on a ship out at sea, probably the, the safest and best place to be at that time. But I flew home and I then went into lockdown here in Western Australia and we had lockdown in total for only a couple of weeks, incredibly gratefully so. I know that that is just not the case at all for the rest of the world. But for me, because I had been away beforehand and kind of started that period of self-isolating sooner, I think it was about a month in total for me that I spent alone um, in lockdown. And the reason why it was the hardest time in my life was because the way my business model works is that in my Swift Inner Circle and my Mastermind program, I specifically coach a lot of women. I I work really closely with my clients and I am very much a hands-on lead coach. Like if you are working with me in one of my coaching programs, I know your business. I know what's going on in your business. I, I know you, I understand you, and I'm right there with you. And Almost overnight, the fear that was created from COVID and what that was going to mean for small businesses was so palpable that my days went from supporting my clients with big wins and joy and all of the things to really honestly feeling like I was a therapist and that I was holding space for huge, huge feelings and challenges. And so being alone at the time um, with Che being away, it just felt incredibly heavy and hard to have 40 plus women looking to me for answers that I, I didn't have and really holding space for them and the heaviness of what they were experiencing. And so really big shout out to you if you are, which for so many of you, you are a service provider, a coach, a, a therapist, a, a counselor, a um a mentor, anyone or a healer, you know, anyone who has been holding space for other humans this year, because it certainly got really challenging really quickly. And I noticed, you know, that my energy just changed so much. I, I also had so much fear around what is this going to mean? Because none of us had the answers and anyone that was telling you that they did at the time, you know, they've, they didn't like we'd, we'd never, this was completely unprecedented, which we've heard that word so many times, right? But something that I did do is I spent a weekend, a really intensive weekend 
doing as much research as I possibly could on other times in history where we had experienced some sort of uh, health-related or economic-led downfall, which came on really suddenly and what that meant for the economy. And so from what I could see, I actually felt quite confident that the online space was going to be okay because my predictions were that there was going to be an incredible knock-on effect of there being more demand in the online space because people would be recognizing that now was actually the time to bet on yourself and the safest time to start going, well, anything that I've believed is supporting me or keeping me safe prior to now is crumbling around me. And so if there was ever a time to bet on myself and my dreams, it would be now. Uh, and, And that has been true from what I've seen and experienced and witnessed with my clients. So while it was a really challenging temporary time, for the most part, COVID has not impacted my clients in a huge way. In fact, for so many of them, business-wise, business-wise specifically, for so many of them, they've had exponential growth. And for many of my clients, and I know I've shared this with you before, it's been you know, their, their hardest year in life, but their best year in business. Uh, but just recognizing the challenges during that time and then going on to I've really felt like this year for me, I've been in a support role for so many. I'm the only person I know around me who hasn't personally gone through something that's been really challenging. And I say that, you know, looking around me at everyone I love in my life. And so I've felt like I've been in a big support role this year. And at times that's felt very heavy and very challenging. And I've had to assert and create new boundaries and new ways of being and really come back to asking myself, who am I outside of all of these roles and what do I want for my life and my future? Adding to that, that this was a year where I turned 31 and I've really felt a huge transition in who I am as a woman. I feel like I've really let go of my 20s and the woman that I was then and I felt a big shift in identity. In fact, I remember a healing that I had back in March and she said, you are about to go through a huge personal transformation. And there were times when that that felt really, really heavy as I was understanding and learning who this new woman was. But what I allowed myself to do was just greet this person every single morning as a new woman and love her and trust that the path was laid out before me and that everything was going to unfold. And I've trusted that it has, and it has. So some other learnings for me this year have been when Black Lives Matter came to be, I got really, really clear on my business values and I began investing more heavily in diversity education. And I've made some really big changes in the business to reflect that this year, such as committing to having 50% of guests on this podcast being Black, Indigenous, women of color. I've ensured that we're supporting women always within the business through our services who identify as having uh, minority representation and a whole bunch of other things besides, which has just been an opportunity for me to get really clear on my values within my business. It is um, not something that I'm proud of that it took something like Black Lives Matter to 
get to that place, but I've owned it and I'm aware that it's something that I want to continue with and I will continue with into 2021 and beyond, always ensuring that I'm committed to that learning and growth and support. I've also built a real belief this year that I really can have it all and there is just no limit to my abundance and what I can hold and what I can have and what I can create. There is absolutely no limit for me and there is no limit for you. And that belief has amplified everything because I I don't feel as much fear as I probably once did because my levels of self-trust are just absolutely through the roof. And alongside that, I know that I don't have to do and be doing constantly to create that abundance. In fact, the more I'm focused on being and playing and, you know, being in the energy of lightness and joy, the more I actually call in, the more I can hold, the more I can receive. And that's felt really huge for me this year, especially as someone who's always really identified as being such a yang human who has defined myself previously by my productivity levels and the amount that I can get done in a day. Just really releasing so much of that has just felt so wonderful this year. Now onto what I'm most proud of, and I'm going to finish up with this. And I just want to say at this point, so what I've taken you through here is how I planned this year to be, how it actually unraveled some of the biggest wins and the learnings from this year. And so I'm going to finish up with what I'm most proud of when I look at everything that has come to be. So I hope that you can take this opportunity to give yourself space to do your own reflecting, whether that be over you know a couple of hours with um, some cards, with a cup of tea, lighting a candle, making it something that feels really sacred and incredible for you. So when I think about what I'm most proud of this year, it actually has absolutely nothing to do with me, the thing that I'm just most proud of so much so that it gives me a lump in my throat when I think about it is what my clients have created for themselves this year. I've had so many clients who have left their full-time jobs because they have been able to create the businesses that they want. I've had clients generating, you know, 150K months and their first and then consecutive 10K months and 20K months, you know, multiple six-figure launches across the board during a pandemic. And for so many of my clients, that financial security and joy that they get from their businesses has really changed the way things have looked for them and their families this year. And it's played a huge role in them being able to feel more expansive in a time where so much of the world has felt a huge contraction And being able to play a role in that just feels really, really huge for me. It is something that I am so beyond grateful for. I think about it every single day and ultimately is the reason why I'm doing the work that I'm doing. Making that impact and creating a business where I get to support women in this way is my driving force. It's the reason I get out of bed every morning and it's the reason why I believe I've been able to build the business I have because it's never been about me first and foremost, you know, the, the financial freedom and the joy and what it's now created for myself and my family is really wonderful. And I'm so grateful for that, but I was never led by that. I was led by 
an opportunity to create a better life and show other women and inspire other women that that's possible for them too. And so that is my year in review. Spaciousness, huh? Word for the year being spaciousness and how that manifested. There was a whole lot of space, which there otherwise wouldn't have been. And a lot of time to just, yeah, have some really big learnings about myself that I didn't necessarily expect was going to occur this year. So I'm taking these reflections and now using them as the basis to form the basis of what 2021 is going to look like. And I will share that with you here as well so that I can bring you on that journey. Uh, Like I said, I really hope that this has supported you and that it gives you something to work with when creating your own reflections of the year just gone. I love you. Please do leave a review if you've enjoyed this episode um, and make sure you subscribe for future episodes so that I can be back here with you very soon. Mm -hmm.